Welcome to Creative Abundance with Aubrey Westland. I'm Aubrey, your host. Over the past decade, I've ventured through the world of entrepreneurship, launching three businesses from the spark of an idea to thriving ventures. And now I'm eager to share those insights with you. Here, creativity and finance don't just coexist, they harmonize. Join me as we plant ideas, nurture dreams, and collectively harvest the riches of creative abundance. Hi, friends. I cannot believe that we are one week away from Thanksgiving. Well, American Thanksgiving. (laughs) I, yeah, I just can't believe it's this time of year already. I don't know about all of you. I hope you're doing well, but in my house, we've just been going through a cycle of sicknesses and one person gets sick, then the next person gets sick. And yeah, my daughter's been sick a lot thanks to all the preschool germs. (laughs) So that's been kind of tough for me. And I've really been thinking about how we can kind of plan ahead next year so that I can get, you know, plan for the plan for this season maybe in like the summer or late summer when I tend to have a lot of energy and a lot more time and then you know rather than feeling like I'm being forced to slow down it's like I can choose that and plan ahead and be intentional for that so maybe you know in the summer I'll kind of share how I'm doing that but I definitely want to be making a note for myself to be more intentional because I just you know now that I have a child I feel like this happens every year and I don't like it (laughs) I don't like it at all so that's actually why I didn't put out a podcast episode last week. I hope no one minds. I did do an Q&A, like and Ask Me Anything on Instagram instead, but I just needed to kind of give myself that break. And, you know, I was feeling stressed about it. And then I was like, why am I stressing about this? It's my business. I can do what I want. <laughs> So I just gave myself that little break and it was really nice. So just a reminder to take some things off of your to-do list sometimes and create a little space for yourself to rest when you need it. And hopefully all of you are better at planning ahead than I am (laughs) and not, you know, being forced to be super busy in this time. And something I did want to share was that it is Slovember. This is my annual, basically I took Black Friday, the idea of Black Friday, and spread it out for a whole month so that I could just kind of take that pressure out of sales for myself and for all of you. I also put out like my best offers of the year, I would say. And I also like to make them new offers. In the past, I've done like 50% off all my courses, but I just feel like it was too many things. So this year I slimmed down to two really amazing offers that are very different from each other. And I've really, I haven't been promoting them a ton a big reason is just because of, you know, what I just talked about being sick and having my family sick and everything. But I did kind of want to just 
clue you guys in on what I have going on this month. So the first thing that I created is a new course slash, I don't know if I would even call it a course, but it, I'm calling it the Digital Product Creators Kit because it's not only a course, but it includes templates and tutorials. Basically, I created it to help you create your digital product. So I have um, a ton of really beautiful Canva templates in there to help you put together a guide. I mean, they're not just guide templates. I also talk you through how to create different types of digital products like Trello boards. I talk about the 10 types of digital products that you can create. I have tutorials in there. I have a guide. It's my Canva cheat codes guide. So basically with Canva, there are a lot of rules when it comes to, um, what you can use in your digital products. You know, if you're familiar with Canva, there are stock photos, there are different types of templates, there are graphics and fonts that you can use, but you can't just use anything for any type of digital product. There are a lot of guidelines around, you know, you can use free elements in this type of digital product, you can use pro elements in this type of digital product, but then your customer will need to have a pro account. So I go over all of that in this course and the Canva cheat codes guide. This is just kind of like, I like to include guides in my courses because you can just kind of keep the PDF on your desktop and then like refer back to it easily as you're creating your digital products. So that's kind of my intention with that, but it's a really comprehensive kit that will help you create your digital products. And that is an introductory price right now of $99. So this is what I'm talking about when I like to make these Slovember offers, like the best deals of the year. I just want to make you feel like you're getting such a good deal on <laughs> these things from me. So yeah, that is the course basically that I have available for $99 right now. It's 75% off. My other Slovember offer is VIP days. And I'm really excited about this because I've kind of been thinking about what type of VIP days I want to offer. And I came up with three specific types that you can choose from. And then there's also the option that you can create a custom VIP day based on what you need. So the custom VIP day would be great if, for example, you wanna work with me on your stock photography portfolio either to like curate a portfolio that you can then submit to an agency or if there's an agency that you've always wanted to get accepted into, we can work on your submission for them, um, whether it's Stocksy or Offset or whoever. And basically you get me for five hours, you can have me do something for you. So if you need me to redesign a digital product or if you need me to help you get your portfolio set up for stock photography 
with a custom VIP day, basically anything goes. But then I have three other types that are, they have more of an outline to them. So the first one, I'm calling this my content and strategy magic VIP day. And for this VIP day, you actually don't even have to be present. We do a pre-call for every VIP day where we basically, you know, I make sure that I know what I'm going to be doing for you on your VIP day and we talk it out. I see what your needs are and, you know, I get all the information from you that I need basically. And then for this VIP day, what I will do is I will create content or like a launch strategy for you. So some of the options of things that I can do for you during this VIP day, if you have a course, I can create course materials for you. I can create templates for your course like the cover photos if you need some sort of resource like a guide I can create that template for you it will be all branded so that's the other thing is I can like kind of create like a visual brand for this course a visual identity for it basically anything that you need templated so that you can then like bring it into every module I can create that template for you. The other thing I can do with this VIP day is I can create a launch strategy for you. So say you already have a course that maybe you've launched one time and it didn't go super well. I can create the launch strategy for you to launch it again. And that would include like a calendar, content ideas, a really strategic plan for emails, and even like a lead sort of like how we're going to get leads, how we're going to get people warmed up and ready to purchase this course. Um, and then the other thing that we can do is I can create like an email funnel for you. So I'll write three to five emails for you that can either lead people from your lead magnet or your freebie into the course that you want to sell or the digital product that you want to sell. Or it can be like a sales email series for something that you're launching, whether it's an offer that you have or a course or anything else. So that's basically the first type of VIP day. It's I'm creating an asset for you. I'm creating something for you and you don't necessarily have to be on the call with me all day. You just kind of have to be on call in case I have any questions for you as I'm creating these assets for you. The second type of VIP day I offer is my income alchemy VIP day. And this is basically where we will be on the call together and we'll be coming up with a strategic plan for your income, for sustainable income and coming up with the solutions for you. So I will be doing a business analysis for you. I'll be looking at what's working for you, what maybe isn't working and it's just taking up time for you. I will look at your offers and we can kind of refine those together. We can create a client journey. This will be a pretty deep analysis and then we will talk income ideas and income strategies and basically set up a really strategic blueprint for you that you can take into the next 
six to 12 months to help really align these income streams with your brand, talk about, you know, how to build them one by one, how much time you need for each one, um, all of that good stuff. So this is a really collaborative session, but you are going to walk away with having a really solid plan in place for the next six months to a year to really help you increase the bottom line in your business and have a really solid idea of where you want to go moving forward in your business in order to increase your income. The third VIP day, this is what I'm calling the hands-on fix VIP day. And again, this is the VIP, this is a type of VIP day where you don't necessarily have to be on the call with me all day. We will have our pre-call and you'll just kind of be on standby, you know, if I have any questions for you or if I need feedback. But basically, this is where, you know, if you feel like you have something in your business that's not working or if it kind of needs like a facelift this is where I can go in and tweak some things and improve them for you so some examples of this would be if you have some sort of like digital storefront and you're not making sales I can go in and revamp that online shop, make sure that, you know, each product is standing out, write copy for your sales pages, kind of, you know, go in and see like what's stopping people from buying these things. Is it visual? Can I go in and spruce things up visually? Can I make it more aligned with your brand? Another thing that I can do is like redesign and improve your digital products for you. And that whole funnel that you ha may have set up, may not, but <laughs> I can go in and spruce all of that up. Um, same with courses. So with courses, this is the VIP day where I can go in and take what you already have and make it better, help it to connect better with your audience, maybe brand it and make it a bit more visually appealing create like some templates for you that you can use in your stories, redesign, you know, like any sort of resources you have in your course. It's just really like giving these things a makeover for you. And then the last thing would be like lead magnets or email funnels. So say you have a freebie that people are downloading and you want an email funnel put in place or you have an email funnel that is then leading them to your paid offer, but no one's buying the paid offer. So I can go in and work on that email funnel, go in and look at your lead magnet and see like, okay, where can I, we add more to this lead magnet that will like hint at what you have for sale and people can purchase it. Um, and if you don't have any of these things, that's another great reason to do a VIP day with me. We can set these things up for you. We can come up with ideas of what your first digital product could be. Or we could take a freebie and create a funnel that leads them to something that they can purchase from you. So yes, all of this is, you know, I just really looked at 
what problems do you guys have and how can I help solve those for you? Um, I've started doing a lot more like hands-on stuff with my longer term coaching clients. So, you know, earlier this year I had a coaching client, her Dubsado was a mess. So we went in there and like created this whole workflow for her. And so now everything's just super streamlined and just flows beautifully for her clients. And these are the things that I can do when I really understand your business and I, you know, I can come in and help you with these pain points that you're having in your business. So that's just kind of an overview of what a VIP day could look like for you. Again, this is a pretty amazing introductory price for Slovember. Right now, the investment is three payments of $4.99. You can also pay in full. I didn't mark up the cost for you to pay in the three payments, but there is a bonus if you do want to pay in full, then you get a full month of Voxer coaching with me as a little bonus. So that's also a nice way to kind of help you along with the implementation of what we work on in your VIP day. So that is all available. I can link it in the show notes or you can find it, you know, in, on my Instagram, link in bio. But just let me know if you have any questions and I would love to help you work on your business. I was on a coaching call the other day and one of my clients, she's a new client, so this was our first call and I was really getting to know her business and getting to know her goals so I can help her work towards those goals. And she is very much like me. She wants to set up multiple streams of income, take on less client work. She's a designer. So if anyone's ever done design work before, you know that it's really hard because you can make something beautiful that you think is perfection and your client comes back asking for all these changes and you're like, no, it's perfect, but you have to do it because they're your client. So she's wanting to move away from that more and she has all these ideas for either passive income streams or semi-passive income streams and she wants to know like how do I manage it all because I'm just overwhelmed by all my ideas. Like I see you doing this and I want to know like, how do I make this work for me? And I thought this would be a great podcast because I think there are many of you who have so many creative ideas that you want to put out there. You want to build multiple income streams and you know how to do it. You're ready to do it, but you're just like, where do I start? Do I start with all of them? Like, I really want all of them because I really want all of that income. But at the same time, like, you just have, like, analysis paralysis. So I just wanted to give a few tips and tricks and insight from someone who's been building this for 10 years. And it's really interesting because in the beginning, I didn't know I was building this. Um... Until one day I like realized like I did it. <laughs> and so just to back up, some of you might know I had my first business was my Etsy invitation shop. 
And this wasn't like a side gig. This was like I would make $100,000 or more. But the thing was, it ended up being like one or two invitations that were were just like people were ordering them over and over again. They were the clear favorites. And it was no surprise because they were both invitations that were super unique and just were able to stand out on Etsy because at the time people weren't, no one else was selling invitations like these. One was an actual record and the other one was like a book-shaped invitation with a bookmark and a map. So anyways, I got to the point where it was boring for me to design these invitations over and over again. It no longer felt creatively fulfilling. And that's, I think that's maybe the number one reason why creative people get into building their own business because they want to feel creatively fulfilled in their job. But what I did next, since I had already started building my second business, my wedding photography business, I had the idea to turn these invitations into digital downloads or editable templates, whatever you want to call it. Basically, I had to convert these templates on Adobe Acrobat, which was like such a headache, but I figured it out. <laughs> we didn't have Canva back then. So that basically my customer could purchase it, download the file, and edit it themselves in Adobe Acrobat. Like they could you know, put their names in where the placeholder was. They can change all the text. They can change the colors, things like that. Basically what you can now do in Canva with a Canva template. So then once I had that, you know, everything shifted over to downloadable files. And basically at that point, my shop could just run on autopilot. I might have had to answer a few questions here and there, but I really didn't have to worry about putting hours in every week. It was just like, oh, cool. I got an order today. I got another order. Oh, this customer has a question about how to download their order. Okay. I've already got this like set up in my file, my frequently asked questions. I'm just going to copy the answer and paste it in the message and be done. So it may have been at most 30 minutes of responding to messages a week. And that was it. So, and then some of you know that from there, as a wedding photographer, I started adding stock photography, which it's one of those things where the more consistent you can be uploading, the more sales you're going to make. But there's been times where I've gone like six months without doing anything and my sales just continue on. But with both of these, I got through those beginning stages to get to the point where I could actually be making passive sales. So this is what I really want to talk about today. And then I want to give you some tips and tricks on how to build these things, how to build these streams of income. When you know you can start working on the next stream of income, you know, how to really schedule these things out and diversify your time when diversifying your income. So with just about any creative passive income stream that you can think of, there is a building phase. 
and I'm going to kind of explain to you what this building phase looks like for different types of passive income streams that I've built. So with stock photography, I would say the building phase is getting to the point where you have 1,000 or more images in your portfolio. Once I hit that 1,000 image mark, that's where I felt like my sales just became really consistent. I started to see more sales more often without having to continue to upload photos as consistently as I had been. So a lot of people ask me, how often do I need to upload photos? And I would say, just like anything else, choose a schedule to be consistent with. But in the building phase, I think it needs to be at least once a month. Ideally, it would be once a week. And it doesn't have to be a lot of photos once a week. It could be, say, 20 photos once a week. Um, maybe 100 photos every month. If you are uploading about 100 to 200 photos every month, then it's likely that it will take you about one year to get to the point where you have a thousand images in your portfolio. Because as, as you know, if you have already started submitting your stock photos or videos, your agency doesn't accept all of them. And if you work with an agency like Cabin Images that is doing the work of sending your images to multiple agencies, Maybe, you know, half of your photos, maybe they're going to micro stocks. You can't expect to make as large of a sale on photos like that. So consistently uploading photos for about a year is what that beginning stage looks like with stock photography. And this is when you're really committed. You're scheduling it out in your calendar. If you've taken any courses with me, you know that's a very big thing that I preach, especially if you have like ADD, ADHD, you're just, you've got a neurodivergent mind, you need to be scheduling everything out in your calendar. And on top of that, being able to create a rhythm for yourself is also very, very helpful. So I like to create a rhythm around this by say like, maybe it's every other Friday, I go to a coffee shop first thing in the morning. I upload all the photos that I have and I work there until I'm done and I come home. And obviously I set realistic goals like I'm going to go through all the photos from this one specific shoot and get them uploaded. That's what's on the schedule for today. So I build a rhythm and I get to look forward to going to my favorite coffee shop every other Friday, sitting in my favorite spot and drinking their really delicious chai. So that's what I mean by rhythm. It's something that you just begin to look forward to. And at some point, I don't really know when, but at some point I stop feeling tempted to skip that day and put it off or, you know, say, do something else. It really becomes a rhythm to my month. And it's something that is hard to do, but instead I've made it something to look forward to. So beginning stages, that's kind of what it looks like. One year is about the time frame if you're committed. And after that, you go into maintenance phase. And that is where, you know, maybe you upload once a quarter. Maybe you go through all the images on your phone that quarter and upload what you have. Or maybe it's just in the off season you upload and... 
when you're super busy with your clients during wedding season, you don't worry about it. So that's, that's more moving into maintenance phase where you are making those consistent sales and you're not really worrying about scheduling in as much time to devote to this. And once you're in maintenance stage from your first income stream, that's when you can move on to the second one. So with stock photography, in my opinion, stock photography is the most truly passive income stream that I have. And that is because I don't have to do any marketing. Once I get my photos uploaded, it's done. And I know that I'm going to continue to make sales every year, especially because I focus a lot on the seasonal strategy and I upload photos based on what I know is selling every season. If you're wondering what these are, I'll, link, I'll put a link in the show notes to my subjects that sell guides. So I basically laid all of these things out by quarter and four quarterly guides. So you can see basically like what to prioritize every month. And these are, like I call them, the subjects that sell. And that's what I really focus on. I really prioritize uploading those things. Moving into my other income stream, these ones are a little less truly passive because they do require some sort of upkeep on my end where I don't really feel like stock photography does. And that's where with these systems becomes really important for me. So let's talk about an Etsy shop or any sort of shop where you are selling more of a product like printable art, editable invitations, or Canva templates, that sort of thing. So having a shop where you offer a variety of these types of digital products. I'm going to use Etsy as an example because that's where I found my success. So I would say the building phase is where you are branding your shop, you are creating, you're constantly adding new products to your shop. You're doing market research to see what consumers want, what they're looking for. You're also putting things out there and testing them to see what people respond to. Kind of like in my shop, there were two specific invitation designs that got really popular. So what I did was I took those designs and I customize them with different themes so with the book invitation you know the the first design was like a very romantic design it had the custom silhouettes for each couple on the front it had a more of a scripty font obviously doesn't fit everyone's wedding vibe right so i went and took that and i did some more modern takes on that design and that's what you can do to really increase your sales. Just a free little million dollar tip for you there. That's what the building phase looks like. It's you're constantly reiterating, gathering information, redesigning, trying to build a shop where every product is selling. And then I would say what the maintenance phase looks like once you get to the end of that building phase is when you're making consistent sales like every week. And I would say 
probably at least two sales a week in your shop. Obviously, it depends on what your goals are and also like what your price point is of your items. If your items are are $5 and you're getting, I don't know, like, I can't remember what the percentage is, maybe 75% of that. Like you have to look at what your income goals are for this passive income stream. And it might take more time to build it to that place. But if you have a higher ticket item, then I would say like probably two sales a week is good. Lower ticket items, you probably want to be making more like 10 to 20 sales a week. So figure out what that is for yourself. And then you'll be able to kind of get a better idea of when you're in the maintenance phase. The other thing that I personally like about Etsy is that if your if your product starts to become popular and gain traction, then Etsy will start to market that product for you. They will be adding them to their emails. They will be featuring them on their front page. They, you know, they might be paying for Pinterest ads and they're very targeted towards the people who have already taken a look at your design. For me, that's where the Etsy fees become worth it, is that they're doing the free marketing for me. And that's where it can really become more passive for you, especially once you have a few products that are beginning to become popular. So that's great. Say that's happening. Now I'm in the maintenance phase with my Etsy shop. I don't have to continue to be creating new designs every month and adding new listings. I can just kind of chill for a bit and let that sell on autopilot and then create new designs when I'm feeling inspired. And when maybe once a year when I want to revisit, say like, are these designs, you know, maybe they were once trendy and now I need to kind of update them because say like one font was really big for a while and now it's kind of like it dates the thing so it looks a little bit out of style. Obviously, if you are sticking to more timeless designs, you won't have to worry about that. But I think it's always good to revisit your designs or your shop like at least once a year. And also like say that you have a Canva template shop. Say that you're making templates for social media. Well, at one point, everyone wanted square templates for their Instagram feed. And then it moved to like, oh, it's better to use like the three quarter size. So obviously things like that change as well. And maybe like, and if that sounds like your business, then I would schedule out like quarterly days to go in and reevaluate how your shop is doing and see what you might need to update, what you want to add. Also continuing to go back and see which items are doing well, which ones might be tapering off, and then kind of course correct there as well. But it really will not take like scheduling into your weekly tasks or even your monthly tasks. That's why we call it maintenance. If you are using like a Pinterest strategy with your shop, then obviously you also may want to schedule times to go in and schedule new pins once a quarter. I just feel like when you're in the maintenance phase, once a quarter is kind of what you move to. But even that may not take like 
a full week or even a full day to go in and take care of things. So then I also have my digital products and my guides that I sell mainly through my stand store through doing marketing on Instagram. And I would say for me, I'm still in the building stages, even though I'm making really consistent sales and I'm happy about that. I feel like I have more earnings potential there. So I am really focusing on my real strategy and my many chat strategies to continue to build up my sales with those products. I'm also still doing launches for a lot of them. Not so much with my guides, but I might like take them off of my shop for a while and then bring them back and talk about it again. For courses, I'm definitely doing launches still. So I'm still in the building phase and I feel like once I am reaching that consistent monthly income goal, then I'll be more in maintenance phase. And my strategy, my marketing strategy with these involves mainly just Instagram and Pinterest, specifically my Instagram reels. So right now I'm pretty much... I'm sharing probably five reels a week, and once I get to more of that maintenance phase, reels are another thing that, at least with how Instagram is working right now, I feel like they can continue to bring in sales, even if you don't continue posting them. So I've had a few reels that have kind of been going viral for the past few months. And they're connected to my mini chat strategy. If you don't know, mini chat is basically an app where someone can leave a comment, a specific comment. Basically, it's whatever you tell them to put in the comments of the reel to request, you know, a link to your free guide or your paid product. And, and it sends that link directly to their DMs which number one, it just increases your engagement and I feel like it pushes those reels out to more people. But number two, the fact that the link is being sent directly to their DMs, they're much more likely to actually sign up for the email list, sign up for the freebie or purchase the guide because they don't have to actually go find your link in bio, do all those extra steps. Like, it's right there and it's really, really effective. We talk about this in quarter for a quantum leap. It's something I'm going to talk about in every digital product course from here on out. So that is a really effective strategy. Pinterest is definitely my long-term strategy that I plan on it, bringing in people, bringing in customers for years and years. I connect that to my blog, so also those blog posts that I have written are going to bring in sales. But it's just, like I said, it's not where I want it to be month over month. So I'm continuing to focus on that and really prioritize building those passive income streams right now. Where the stock photography and the Etsy shopper more kind of just on the back burner. So those are just three examples of what it looks like to be in the building stage of your passive income stream or even just your additional income stream to when you're in the maintenance phase.
So hopefully that will help you identify, you know, are you in the building stage or the maintenance phase for whatever passive income stream it is that you want to have. Once you know what phase you're in, that's when you know if you actually can put the time towards building another income stream or if you need to really just stop and focus on what it is that you're already wanting to build. The one caveat that I've told a lot of my clients and students is I think that if you have a passive income stream that doesn't require marketing directly to people, if it's something where you have like a stock photo agency, then I think that you could kind of sneak that in here and there. So say if you're building an Etsy shop, but you really want to do stock photography at the same time, you can schedule maybe one day a month where you submit stock photos, but that's it. The other free time that you have is going to be dedicated towards your priority passive income stream, say the Etsy shop. So what I like to do is every month I will have a scheduling day. Sometimes I call it my CEO day. It depends on if I'm just scheduling or if I'm doing other business CEO related tasks. But I like to, I put this on my calendar. It's on my, it's already on my calendar. It's third Friday of every month. And I basically have a checklist. I go down and I do everything on the checklist. So I schedule the day in my calendar that I want to work on my stock photos. I basically take that day to schedule everything out on my calendar for the next month. So I know that I'm continuing with my rhythms. I'm continuing to actually devote time to some of these things and not just the shiny new thing or the shiny new idea that falls in my lap. That can happen a lot too when you want to build multiple income streams. When you have a lot of good ideas, you can get easily distracted. So really committing to these things that you put on your calendar, blocking out the entire day, not taking, not taking on other calls, we're not going to be checking our inbox and responding to emails. We're not going to try to sneak another task in. If you finish your work on that day, then of course you can move on and complete other tasks. But I think a lot of times we put things off by saying like, oh, I could just do this small task or I just, I'm just going to do this really quick. And then before you know it, it's like, you have one hour left in your workday and you haven't even started the thing that you wanted to prioritize that day. So please, please, for me, be willing to dedicate this entire day to the priority, the passive income stream that you are really trying to build. So that in a nutshell is how I would say how I've been able to build multiple passive income streams, multiple income streams. Uh, multiple safety nets and it's really I think a lot of people fall into the trap of wanting to build everything all at once and really focusing on, in on what stage you're on and committing to being in that stage until you've grown out of it into the maintenance stage that's when you're actually going to succeed in this method 
is slowly and intentionally focusing and committing for the period of time that you're committing to. And I also think that it's okay to say to yourself, like, at this point, I'm going to throw in the towel. If I try to sell my photo prints for a year and it's not working, then it's okay to pivot. And maybe you pivot into, okay, I'm going to license those prints as stock photography. Having a backup plan is okay. No one is going to be judging you for how many sales you're making. No one's even going to know if you quote unquote fail in one of these things. Even if you're talking about it every day for a year and it doesn't pan out to what you hoped it would be, no one's no one's going to judge you for the work that you put in. And I think that's really inspiring. I think it's really inspiring for people to watch creatives put their work out there and pivot to something new. Being willing to say this idea has run its course or I gave it a good go for a year and it wasn't what I hoped and dreamed it would be. It can just be a fun experiment in creativity. It doesn't have to be that deep. I just want to remind you that you are not your successes. You are not your work. You are participating in the act of creativity. And if anything, you're just, you're learning to live as a creative person And you're learning to work through your ideas to the point where they can go out and live on. They can maintain themselves without you having to put all of the hard work in. If you have any questions about this, I just want you to know that my DMs are open. I would be thrilled Just to know that you listen to this podcast, (laughs) if you've ever considered hiring me as your coach, I just want you to know this is the perfect thing for us to work on together. I will help you set goals. I will help you stay focused on the thing it is that you're wanting to achieve. You will have me as your on-call person to give you feedback. If you are someone who needs someone to pull back the reins and say, okay, let's like let this idea simmer a little bit. I am that person. I want all of you. I want to see all of you succeed. Build your seven streams of income and become a millionaire billionaire and then take that money, turn it around and do good in the world because When women have more money, the world becomes a better place. It's a fact. Okay, I love you all. Goodbye. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you again next week. 